Hello, one and all, and welcome to Popped, a newsletter that delves into the history and culture of cinema. And this is The Cutting Room 4. I'm going to try changing the voiceovers up a little bit, making them a bit less formal. Obviously, I'll still read the newsletter out, so don't worry. It's not just going to be me jabbering on. But uh, I wanted to make sure you feel like I'm actually talking to you, not just reeling off the newsletter. So hello. It's January, so that means there's a fresh but fleeting enthusiasm for everyday aspect of life, and Popped hasn't escaped my renewed energy. So one thing I enjoy doing is these posts, so the Popped cutting room posts. And from what I can see, you're enjoying them too, so I've decided to make these a monthly thing, and this is, therefore, your January edition of Cinema Tidbits. Welcome along. And uh, the other new thing that I haven't put in the newsletter, but just for you people listening, is that I'm going to be adding all of my voiceovers as podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. So that could be Apple, it could be Spotify. That's usually where most people get them from. But I think everywhere um, you can get them now. And so if you prefer to listen that way, then you can just subscribe. Search for Popped in your uh, respective podcasting app and it'll it should come up and you can subscribe whatever you want to do most of the information will still be in the newsletter so all the videos and links and so on so it's still worth um being on here and making sure you're checking that out but if that's more convenient feel free to go and subscribe on there but first off i have a question for you what was the best film that you watched last year new or old you can add your favourites in the comments in the newsletter, or you can reply to the email. I'd love to hear from you. And this is a safe space too. So if Paw Patrol the movie was your bag, then I love that for you. And I just made that up when I wrote it, but actually it is a thing I didn't realise. But if that's your favourite film, I want to hear about it. Pop is all about the joy of watching, not about being fancy, unless being fancy is your thing, of course. So let's hear it. You'll also notice there is a video at the start of the newsletter. It's also available on my popped YouTube. Honestly, I'm everywhere. Uh, a few months ago, I interviewed Tom Marshall, the founder of the Will Hay Appreciation Society. And you can read the article in my newsletter. And as luck would have it, the BFI was showing one of Will Hay's films at the cinema in London. And so I took Tom to see it, to have a look at the video for our day trip down south. Okay, so now for all the main features for this month's Cutting room. Glynis Johns, Send in the Clowns. One of the last remaining stars of the golden age of Hollywood, Glynis Johns, passed away this month at the age of 100. Most of us know her as Mrs. Winifred Banks from Mary Poppins, but she was a hugely successful star. Nominated for an Oscar in 1960 for her role in The Sundowners, Johns was a lifelong performer. I've only seen her in Poppins, but I've spent a bit of time looking through John's career. She really was a powerhouse performer with a passion for the stage. John's father was from Wales, and she was an advocate for the arts in the UK. And there's a clip in the newsletter of, um, of John's campaigning for a national theatre in Wales. But I want to share with you a mesmerising version of Send in the Clowns, which is written for John's by Stephen Sondheim. In this clip, there's an attempt to hide the desperation in her eyes, using the lightness in her expression, which is heartbreaking to watch. 
John's found a depth to the song and the character that lives underneath and beyond the song itself. It's stunning. One poster to rule them all. Last month was the unofficial Lord of the Rings rewatch month. I hope you all enjoyed your annual celebrations. I don't often get around to seeing them all in one go. I'm the only one in the house who enjoys it. Even the cat walks off. And so I struggle to find a 12-hour slot to fit them in. I cannot get over how great this poster is. For the life of me, I can't find its origins or who created it. If anyone knows, I'll add the credit. But here it is. Keep it secret. Keep it safe. Actually, don't. Please share it with Reckless Abandon. And the poster is obviously in the newsletter, but it's piece de resistance. Something to watch. If you're interested in the history of film, but either don't know where to start or have never had the mind to look, may I suggest taking a trip down Silent Cinema Street? Not really a street. There are lots available on YouTube, but it's a bit of a minefield. These films often live or die by their musical arrangements. A lazy arrangement ruins the comedy without you really noticing. Silent cinema with fitting music is like adding lemon juice to a stew at the last minute. It brings out each joke and set piece, each flavour accounted for. If you have 25 minutes, there is a link to one of Buster Keaton's comedies from the 1920s called One Week. If you're new to silence, the comedy in this is highly visual, family-friendly, apart from one PG fourth wall breaking moment in the bath, and familiar without being too obvious. Well, maybe Keaton soaring himself off the roof is a little on the nose, but it's still a good laugh. Even if you just watch 10 minutes, this is such a good film, that's 104 years old. Madness. And if you do watch it, I'd love to know what you think. A couple of things to read. So if you like films, it seems like you do, then I've got a recommendation here. It's called Dinner and a Movie, which is a substack by Jenny Hamilton. Jenny selected the fantastic Some Like It Hot this month. The watch-along includes recipe ideas, thoughts on snacks, and a nice community feel around the movie watching. As I covered another Marilyn Monroe classic and its origins last week, it's great to be able to share a neat follow-up here. And then there's a long read. This is a fascinating piece about on-set photographers. It focuses on the power of the dog, its photographer, Kirsty Griffin, and the joy of capturing stills in a moving world. This is a quote from Kirsty Griffin. I took nine frames. I had 90 seconds, Griffin recalls from her Coromandel Peninsula home. We'd been shooting something out the back of the barn and the light was just right. And I said, come on, Benedict. And I quickly manhandled him. He goes, right here? I said, yeah, yeah, there. And he did his filth thing. Griffin is referring to the picture that's in the newsletter. And there's a link to the article in there, but it's really fascinating. Coming next, I'll be continuing my series, Women in Early Cinema, with a piece about Anna Mae Wong, who is considered the first Chinese-American film star in Hollywood. Until then, thanks so much for reading Popped. It really does mean the world to me. And I look forward to hearing your comments. Bye for now.